Welcome to Epiphany with Tiffany, a podcast that explores the deeper meaning behind the clothes you wear and items you own and how to work with the energy of the cosmos to make powerful shifts in your life, home, and wardrobe. I'm your host, Tiffany. I'm a holistic life and style coach and personal stylist with a deep love for fashion and a firm believer of the life-changing power of energetics. Tune in each week for an illuminating discussion designed to shift your frequency and connect your environment to your soul. This is a Soul Fire production. Hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Epiphany with Tiffany podcast. Today, I wanted to talk all about energy styling, what it is, how to do it, my work as an energy stylist, and how it helps you begin the process of manifestation. Let's just go ahead and dive right in. So what is energy styling? What am I talking about? So Energy styling looks at the energy in your environment, and when I say environment, I'm speaking to just anything in your physical environment. That would include your home, your car, furniture in your home, of course, your closets and your wardrobe, your dresser, any clothing, your personal items, all the physical things in your immediate field that you see or touch or are surrounded by on a daily basis. It's looking at those items, those personal belongings, and deciphering which of those items, and there's usually some that come to mind right away when we start working, looking at this process, at least with myself in my own life and with clients. What are those items that you're holding on to that might be holding a lot of energetic weight psychological baggage, anything that feels heavy, that feels like it has some kind of charge or attachment in some way for good and for bad. You can have things in your home that bring loving, beautiful, warm memories. Those aren't really the items I'm speaking to. I'm speaking more towards the items in your home that either bring you shame, guilt, some sort of embarrassment. Maybe it brings back a negative memory. Maybe it takes you to a former chapter in your life that just simply does not match your current reality now. So many of us hold things in our homes from years ago, from lifetimes ago, from decades ago, A lot of clients I work with, when we go through the energy styling process and get to the clearing and cleansing, there is so much stuff in their homes and in their wardrobes that are from high school, that are from their former marriage, that are from their former career. I know that came up for me a lot when I developed this process and was looking around my home at my belongings. I was seeing furniture items. I was seeing personal belongings, especially clothes is a good one to really narrow in on. I had clothes from like my former marketing career and desk job when I was now working from home as an entrepreneur and really was not ever getting dressed, especially in business wear in my day-to-day life anymore. Yet I had this whole closet full of business clothes. And so every time I would open my closet in the morning and look at those clothes, it would like make me kind of self-conscious. I would question what I was doing. I'd be like, why do I still have these clothes? Maybe I should be going back to my nine to five job. What am I, what do I think I'm doing here as an entrepreneur trying to become a coach and launch my own business? Like it felt very disjointed. And then I would close the closet door, kind of push down those uncomfortable thoughts, reach for my leggings or my clean pair of pajamas, throw those on, and then kind of have that thought of like, well, I guess this is what I'm doing now. 
but it's like I'm in this whole new chapter that I should be excited about, yet I'm feeling shame because I'm looking at this former chapter that just doesn't match. The two are misaligned. And so my work as an energy stylist is really looking at the things in our clothes and especially in our closets because I work as a style coach and as a personal stylist. And so I'm spending a lot of time with clients in their closets, in their wardrobes, and it's really looking at the items that we wear or the items that we used to wear and are storing in our closets that are holding a lot of power. They are influencing our mood, our behaviors, our subconscious mind, and those thoughts, even if we're not very cognizant of them, are actually impacting us from stepping more fully into the current chapter that we're in in life or the chapter that we're trying to walk towards. And so looking at these items is an uncomfortable part of the process, but it's also one of the most transformative if you are ready to release and close out the chapters from your former reality that are still so very much trying to take up space. I'd like to back up for a second and just kind of give a little bit of a background on my fascination with energetics, which really began a few years ago. I was living in a small studio apartment in downtown Oakland at that time. I was in the midst of healing a broken heart from a long-term relationship, and I was trying to date again with no luck. And I was really confused and frustrated why, because I wanted to date again and try and move forward, and yet I was really having trouble finding partners that it just felt like an aligned match, the relationship could move forward and could progress. And I was really confused why. I was on the dating apps and I was going on lots of dates and just having absolutely no luck and was super frustrated. And I stumbled upon Lacey Phillips' manifestation courses. I can't even remember if she had her podcast at the time. She might have. This was like 2018. I want to say 2017. And anyways, I started looking at her courses and I took her Unblocked Love course that she had at that time. It was like a self-study course that you could take. And it was through this course that I began learning about the subconscious mind and the way it heavily influences the type of person you attract in when you're dating or trying to be in a relationship, why we're attracted to certain people, like how people find us and there's some kind of energetic connection. Because sometimes, and I can speak to this with some of this dating history that I was going through at that time, I was dating people and I would actually really like them and I wouldn't understand why the relationship couldn't progress. And when I took this course, that's when I learned about how we are sending out an energetic signal to the world as a human, as a soul, as a being, and other people are sending out those same energetic signals. And we're actually being attracted to people and in specifics to dating, we are dating people where there are mirrored, exact mirrored patterns from the subconscious level that are why you're drawn to this person, even if you don't know what their subconscious patterns are. And it really ties into limiting beliefs, emotions, a lot of psychological stuff from childhood, just very long-term patterning that we've had and held and are conditioned into just through the process of being human and growing up, being raised, having parents or caretakers who might have unintentionally 
hurt us at some point along the way in our path of becoming human, done things where we didn't feel like we had our needs met as much as they were doing the best that they could. They're also human beings living their own imperfect path. And all of those memories leave a imprint on the subconscious level And then we're carrying that into current relationships. And so what I realized through doing this course was that I was attracting emotionally unavailable partners. It was like this really big epiphany, this aha moment. Like, wow, that's why I'm struggling with this so much. And it sounds like so obvious, but I think a lot of times when you're not tuned into that stuff, and I didn't really have the self-awareness that was fully clicking until I took this course that really opened my eyes. And when I could really get curious about not what I'm doing on a conscious level, because I felt like I had that pretty dialed in, what am I doing and what am I signaling on a subconscious level that I'm not even really aware of, but is actually playing a bigger role? So that energetic piece really fascinated me. And I kept learning more and more about it, even though... I really hadn't conquered it yet in my dating life. Fast forward to 2020 when I was pursuing my career change, studying health coaching. I was trying to figure out in my health coaching business that I was trying to build and get off the ground. What kind of client did I want to serve? What were they all about? What was I all about? And I was drawn to take this marketing business course that was geared towards coaches in the health and wellness space. That really spoke to me for the exact type of category I was in. It wasn't just a standard business program, but it was really geared towards coaches in the health and wellness space. And the other unique part about it that really sold me was that there was a heavy emphasis on the energetics behind business. And after my experience taking one of one of Lacey's courses on the energetics with dating and getting so much out of that course, I knew that a business course that had an emphasis on energetics was really going to hopefully help me see things as I was creating my own business of how I wanted to approach my business from an energetic standpoint and what are the subconscious things I knew that must be underneath the surface that I wasn't thinking about. Christina, the channel, was the creator for No BS Biz School, which is this energetics business course that I took in 2020. And well, on a side note, first of all, shout out to Christina. Love her so much. She is still a big part of my life. She has inspired me so much over the years. She's an incredible healer, medium, intuitive. She has created incredible courses, programs. I've been in a couple of her business mastermind group containers. I took this business course was the first course I took through her. I um, had have been on her podcast. She has been a client of mine. I've helped her with energy styling for her wardrobe. So she's a big part of my story, and I'm sure we'll get into more all things Christina uh, later, but she did create this course, and this course taught me so much about the energy that we bring into our businesses, into the clients that we want to serve, and how our limiting beliefs, our emotional baggage that we have from maybe careers that didn't work out or just patterns in careers in general that have held us back from stepping more fully into businesses or our careers or businesses that we're trying to create, how all of that baggage and energetic weight is impacting our current business, the business that we're trying to build and the clients that we bring in and how much money we can generate having a business. It really all comes down to energy and moving past blocks and limiting beliefs so that you can become more energetically aligned with the type of business that you 
daydream about and that you aspire to have. And it's really helping you tap more into that energy instead of staying stuck in these old patterns and these old ways of thinking. So during that time, I was in my health coaching program and this business program, and I was also sitting at home a lot in my apartment because as a reminder, this is the summer of 2020 when all of us were at home. And I was surrounded by my personal belongings. And I just, of course, was thinking all about energetics and started looking at my things and was thinking about all the stuff I was still holding on to from past relationships, furniture, clothing. I still had a wedding dress in my spare closet from my former relationship where I was engaged. We never got married, but we were about to get married. And I still had the wedding dress five years later, still sitting in my closet on my to-do list to take care of. And for some reason, it was still in there. And I had just like little home decor items. Like sometimes it's really the small things. Like I had this like coffee canister I couldn't get rid of because my ex-partner had done some um, handwriting and art on it. And I just, I don't know, I didn't want to let go of it. But every morning when I'm making my coffee, I'm looking at it. And I even tried to like turn the canister around for a couple of years and like just look on the front side where there's no writing or any personalizations, but always knowing and the thought coming up every single morning as I'm making my coffee of, oh my gosh, I need to get rid of this. There's like this writing on the other side. I wonder if I'm like still attached to this person, even though like the relationship closed out years ago and feeling like somehow guilty that if I like got rid of it, it like meant that I didn't respect the relationship or what we once had, even though we hadn't been together for a long time. And so I use those examples just to share that like all of us have these things in our homes, whether or not we're really thinking about it. I started thinking about it a lot during the summer. And when I started thinking about how I've gotten rid of things in the past and how I have maybe not put any intention into the process and gone to other extremes where I've gotten rid of things so quickly without any type of thought, thinking that I just needed to like remove everything, get a clean slate, and then would have a lot of regret because I would like overdo it. A good example of how I didn't really account for energetics when I got rid of things in the past was a few years ago when I had just moved out of a home in Berkeley that I had shared with an ex-partner at that time and was needing to downsize to get into a smaller place. So I moved into this studio apartment in Oakland that I mentioned earlier in this episode. And going from a home to a studio apartment, I obviously had to downsize and I had to get rid of a lot of furniture, clothes, and belongings there just simply was not space to hold all of those things in the new space. I was really heartbroken at that time because the relationship had just recently ended and I was still processing the relationship, the broken engagement, all of the loss that came through them moving out, all of the things. And when I moved, I kind of moved not in a hurry, but at the same time, I just wanted to get it over with. It was like, I knew I needed to downsize. I didn't necessarily want to. I knew I needed to get out of the home that we shared because that energy felt really heavy and I could feel that every day, but I also didn't want to. There was parts of me that really wanted to hold on. And I really um, was not in the emotional state to properly deal with everything that I was transitioning out of and into at that time looking back. So when I when it came down to downsizing and clearing out things, even though I knew I needed to move and it was time to move, I made really rash decisions that led to a lot of regret in regards to 
some of the things I got rid of. I've always been a really sentimental person. And even though I didn't know a whole lot about energetics, I did know that it felt really painful to get rid of so many things at once. So many pieces of furniture, um, so many personal belongings, so many clothes. And I was also, you know, equal parts sad slash angry that the relationship had ended. And so some of the stuff that I got rid of was out of anger rather than rational thought of like, would I regret this later? And my point in sharing all of that is that I didn't do a mindful clearing or cleansing of the space. I operated more out of fight or flight mode in response to, you know, just moving on to this next chapter as quickly as possible. Don't think about it too much. Just get rid of everything. Deal with it later. And I got rid of stuff that like I totally regret. Stuff like that I had gotten inherited from my dad who had passed away and like got rid of the stuff because I was so upset at that time. And I can never get that stuff back. I remember not telling my mom that I had gotten rid of some of the clothing items that she had given me from him after he passed because I felt so much shame about it. And she was just so loving and she still had like a couple of pieces left and like gave me another piece and I will never get rid of that piece now. But at the same time, like getting rid of some of the items and pictures and things that I got rid of when I was feeling angry as well as heartbroken, I can never get that stuff back. I got rid of vintage items, that clothing items that I can never get back. I got rid of clothing from my Marc Jacobs days, stuff that like in my clear mind and head and rational mind, I would never have gotten rid of. But it was like I was taking all of the energy from feeling angry about that relationship that didn't work out and that I was having to move and not wanting to move. And I was taking all of that energy and I was taking it out on all of my stuff. And I got rid of everything without thinking about it. So moving back to when I'm in in my apartment in Oakland in 2020, and I'm looking around at all the things, and there is still a few things that I'm holding on to, like that wedding dress I mentioned, and just like some lingering furniture. And then I definitely knew my closet needed to be cleansed because I had a lot of stuff from my marketing career still sitting in my closet. I was in a clear mind at this time. I was not dealing with heartache at that moment. I had healed and processed a lot of the grief and heartbreak from that relationship that I had, you know, had left such an impact on me and that I had had such a hard time with in the past when I had cleared things out and gotten rid of things in a hurry. And that was when I was really able to look at things through more of a neutral lens and with more of a curiosity lens and just really gravitate towards the pieces that I knew in my rational mind were probably, if I'm being compassionate and loving to myself, are probably would be a nice time to let go of, clear out and release because those are just the remaining few items that are keeping me in this former reality and I'm looking forward. I'm no longer in a marketing career. I am pursuing this coaching business. I'm very excited about it. I want my energy to feel really aligned to it. I'm not in this relationship. I haven't been in this relationship in a long time. I am trying to date and attract in a new partner. What are the things around my home that I still might be holding on to from that relationship and other relationships beyond that relationship that I've had in love that might be keeping my energy tied to those people in some way, even though I thought I had moved on and processed. So when it came to clearing things out this time around, I was really able to do a full cleansing and clearing process through the more mindful approach. You know, at this point in my life, I had had all of this amazing experience working 
for a closet design company when I was doing marketing, which was my last job before I ventured off on my own. And my whole my whole life for three years was writing content about closets, closet organization, a lot of the collaborations and brand partnerships I worked on at that job were with closet celebrities. I had the golden opportunity to work with the famed tidying expert, Marie Kondo, on a brand partnership and got to sit in as she did her tidying process in a closet for an influencer in San Francisco. And it was such a powerful process. And I remember my mind was going towards this time. I remember learning and watching from Marie how she was going through this influencer's closet and helping her get really like emotionally in tuned with all of the clothes in her closet. And it almost like to the point where it like feels like you're like really nerding out on your clothes where you're like, am I like being too extra with trying to like hug my clothes and really look at them and examine them closely instead of just like what we usually do when we get rid of stuff where we're just like tossing it in a bag, like not even thinking twice about it. And then like a year later, you like wish that you had held on to that one specific item that you just like thought you were over and you actually weren't because you hadn't spent the time to get clear. And Marie is all about slowing down, getting clear, sitting with your things, breathing them in and like just spending intentional time. And that really left an imprint on me. And so when I was doing my own closet cleanse this time, I took some of her tips with me into my process, took everything out of my closet, not just like picking things out that are sticking out from the closet. I'm literally taking everything out, stuff in the back of the closet, stuff in the back of the dresser drawers that you like never look at because you're always picking from the top and threw it all on my bed, all on my floor, all my shoes, everything, my bags, and just like started going through everything. And I am a person that does a lot of you know, regular closet cleanouts because I do love clothes and always trying to make space. So I thought I had a pretty dialed in closet. When I did this process, I realized how much extra stuff I was holding onto that literally had no, no resonance for my current life. I mean, not only at this time were we all at home so much, but I knew as a coach, I would be working from home and that my days of like working out of an office and wearing like business-inspired workwear and suits and blazers and work pants and stuff like that, dress pants, those days were like pretty much over, especially if I was really taking this career change seriously. I could hold on to all of those clothes if there was a part of me in my mind that thought this coaching thing wasn't going to work out and I was going to go back to this nine-to-five corporate life then yeah, that's probably why it was so hard to get rid of some of those clothes. Because I think for the first year when I was pursuing this career change, I was really doubting, like, what am I doing? Like, I've had this this career that I've built for so many years. And now I'm like off doing coaching. Like, does this even make sense? I was questioning it. So this process of like sitting with all these clothes was like flooding all of these like questions and thoughts, things that were below the surface that either... I knew and would push down or that I didn't know and that were just like starting to come up. And as I'm going through my dresser, I'm like seeing I had these band t-shirts from different boyfriends that I was still holding on to because they're cool. I love them. They're soft. They're worn in. They remind me of that person. And I always get a smile on my face when I think fondly of a memory attached to that person. But at the same time, if I'm single and I'm trying to date and I have a dresser full of ex-boyfriend t-shirts, there are some energy cords that need to be cut. And so I realized that I needed to cut some cords. I had some work to do. And when I got to the spare closet and the first thing I see is that garment bag with this wedding dress from five years ago, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I still haven't taking care of this item on my to-do list five years later. What is the deal here? And 
I really had to spend a lot of time with the wedding dress. If you've heard my episode with Christina, the channel, I talk all about the wedding dress and letting go of the dress on my interview with her. If you go to her podcast, Christina, the channel and look my episode up, you can hear the full story. I did an energetic cleanse on the wedding dress. I wanted to, before I got rid of the dress and release it, cut the cords, do all of that, I wanted to spend intentional time with it. So yeah, I tried the dress on one last time. I was trying to understand what was so loaded about this dress, why I'd held onto it for so long, why I let my sister store it for me for so long, which... Oh, she was so nice to store this dress for me for a ridiculously long amount of time before I finally pulled it over into my place. But even then, I still hadn't gotten rid of it. So yeah, I tried the dress on one last time because I was just like, what is the deal with this dress? And when I tried it on, I didn't really feel much. I kind of felt like this is, I'm like so over this. Like this is really interesting. Like I thought I was going to like cry and like have this like huge meltdown, but like, no, I had actually really processed a lot of the grief attached to that relationship. This dress doesn't even feel resonant. When I first got that dress five years ago, when I was engaged to this person and when I was looking at getting married, I remember trying that dress on I felt like a million bucks. It felt like it belonged on my body. I felt so connected to it. It was so interesting five years later, after thinking I had built up in my head that it was so loaded, tried it on and I was just like, this thing needs to go. Like, does not resonate with me at all. I had shifted already and I wasn't even giving myself enough credit. But at the same time, I did also hug the dress. I hugged the dress and... I closed my eyes and I just started thinking about all the memories attached to this dress, not of what actually happened, but what the memories were of like what wearing the dress meant for me. And that's where my mind started going to what it would have felt like to get married, what it would have felt like if my dad had still been alive and could have walked me down the aisle and how even if I ever get married in the future, I'll never have my dad there to walk me down the aisle. Like this, it's like the stuff that actually brought the most emotion was the memories that had never even happened. The future of like being married to this person, of having a family maybe with them, of having a person that had already passed away walk me down the aisle. It's like things that like weren't even actual reality that was the stuff that I was actually feeling the most emotional pull towards when I was like trying to tune into the energy of the dress. And so that was actually a huge aha moment for me because it really made me realize that it's not the dress. It's not this relationship. It's really the emotional pull that all of us have towards things in our life that we wanted that just simply did not work out, that simply were never meant to be, that simply are not part of our story. That's what was hard to get rid of. That was what was hard to let go of. That is what I was having a hard time letting go of subconsciously. And that is what the dress, spending time with it, hugging it, was actually helping me figure out. And so when I could allow myself, instead of feeling shame for those feelings coming up, to sit with them, to let the tears pour out of me, to let my body shake a little bit, to let myself get emotional, that was how I actually was able to cut the cords and release myself from these feelings. And I could find the compassion and the love, and then I was able to sage the dress, clear the energy, package the dress back up, and take the dress back to the bridal shop that I had bought it from five years ago. The dress still had the tags on. It had never been altered. And the store owner totally remembered me. It was this bridal shop in Walnut Creek. And I asked her if she ever had a need for used dresses. I explained to her 
my story and why it was taking me so long to get rid of it. But here I was and the dress is in mint condition if she has any need for it. And she said that occasionally a bride will come in that doesn't have the budget to buy a dress and she would love to be able to donate this to one of the brides. And that was exactly aligned with what I was envisioning for the future of that dress. I had cleared the energy. I had made my own peace with it. I had really unearthed the emotions below the surface and dealt with them before I handed the dress back over. So when I handed the dress over, I just felt like I lost like 15 pounds. It was like this huge energetic shedding and it felt good. It felt light. It felt uplifting. I felt happy that I could offer something to someone in a clear and beautiful way that could help them have a more meaningful experience if they are getting married and in need of a dress. I never found out what happened with the dress. I trust that the right things happened. But, you know, this process of clearing out my closet, doing the dress um, experience, I cut up some of those boyfriend t-shirts, had some ceremonies around those relationships, journaling, crying, letting the memories flood in, ripping up and cutting the cords of those items and getting rid of them, getting rid of some of the personal belongings, the coffee canister, the furniture, and just other clothes that just simply weren't resonating with my life, whether it was because they were from the marketing career or just because my body had shifted, I was a different size, they didn't fit, things that just weren't making me feel good about myself. The energy that I shifted in my home was so profound and it finally cleared space so that I could envision what this new energy is all about that I want to call in that I'm actually probably already tapped into. I just haven't created the space for it to actually show up. And that's when I was able to really tap more into my creativity get my home environment feeling more like me. I brought in color. I brought in personal items that literally were just for me, just caught my eye, just something that I wanted lit me up without any influence from other people. I was able to get some clothing items that felt more resonant. And then I just simply had space. I had empty space where Things are ready to come in, but I don't know what they are yet, and I don't need to feel like I'm in a rush to fill them for because I know that the right things will find me when they're meant to enter my life. So all of that experience was what really made me narrow in on how I wanted to help people as a coach. I was studying this health coaching, but this energetics piece became this huge, profound life-changing direction for me that had shifted so much energy in my own life, I was ready to bring it to other people. And that's when my business shifted, or I shouldn't say shifted, it actually just kind of narrowed in on the type of coach I wanted to be. And so an energy stylist is really kind of the fancy name I use for being a wardrobe stylist, a personal stylist, and a style coach with an emphasis on the energetics behind clothing. Because my approach as a stylist and as a style coach is a little bit different than maybe a traditional stylist or style coach who looks at colors, silhouettes, body shapes, and just kind of more of the traditional styling, which I think that there's a place for and I totally appreciate and and use a lot of those tools as well. But I knew that my passion was not just for the physical, it was actually really looking at the emotional underbelly and the energetic component because that has been such a big part of my own personal story. And I knew that other people might be able to relate to it if it was something that was so profound for me. And so in my business and in my work as an energy stylist, I'm really helping you clarify the items that are keeping you stuck and uninspired in your home and in your wardrobe, help you tune into the untapped energy that 
you want to attract in or that you just haven't created space for help you energetically release the items and the emotions that are no longer serving you so that you can make space for the new energy to come through as you have decluttered your space and your belongings in your home and in your wardrobe. It can help you unlock your personal style, whether that's in your home or your actual personal style, your clothing, what you wear, and just really get more aligned to attract your version of your best and brightest life. And so the way that I've seen this play out with clients is really a lot of clients come to me or or want to work with me and the biggest pain point that they're experiencing or that they ask me about or that they share with me is just that they don't even know what their personal style is. And what happens when we start really digging into that is it's because their closets, if we look at their closets, if we're talking about their personal style, they are holding on to so many clothing items attached to different chapters in their lives. High school, like I've mentioned, careers, relationships, different body sizes that they've been over the years, different decades in their life. And it's all mixed together in one closet. And my kind of reflection for them is just like, you know, it's really not a surprise that you don't have a clear sense of what your style is anymore because there's so many things in here that you're not even wearing but you're holding on to that are making you feel bad about yourself, shaming you in some way, bringing up memories, good memories, bad memories, whatever, but it's all attached to these former realities. It's not looking at what your personal style is today in this present moment, where you're trying to go in your life, what this new chapter is in your life that you're currently embarked on. And there's no space to bring any of that new energy in. So your personal style isn't actually able to be revealed until you clear out some of this stuff first. So I'll have a client that will come to me as an example, wanting to date again and telling me that they don't know what their personal style is. And we look at what they wear on a daily basis and they're wearing comfy clothes, loungewear, leggings. The going out clothes that they had are from college and they're in their 30s. Again, it just really gets back to like, well, how are these items that you're holding onto from going out in your college days going to attract in a partner in your 30s? How are these loungewear items and leggings comfortable? Yes, but how are those items going to attract this partner in unless you're meeting this partner, you know, on a run or on some kind of active activity? But most of the time, there's, you know, it reflects to their lifestyle. They're, they're at home more. They're not really out there dating or getting out on the scene and their closets are reflecting that. I've had this happen with other clients where they've held on to a wedding dress. They did end up getting married and then they got divorced and the wedding dress is also still in their closets. So having all of that energy from these former chapters in your closet is exactly why when you're single and trying to date again, why you're having trouble. It's one of the areas where you can look at, I'm sure there's other areas as well, but this has come up in my own life and what I've shared, those things I'm holding on to energy cords of other people or other chapters are actually helping me or preventing me, not helping me, preventing me from getting out there, dating again and attracting that partner in. So you really have to dress for the lifestyle you're trying to attract in. It starts first with you and the energy that you are radiating, the energy that you are putting effort into every day. So even if you're working from home, I would make space to have some new date items in your closet ready to go. 
And on your day-to-day basis, when you are working from home, I would think about putting a little more intention into what you're wearing, getting dolled up, putting makeup on, doing your hair, little things like that can make such a big difference. Making sure that the leggings that you're wearing and the loungewear sets you're wearing are clean, stain-free, nicely you know, pressed or just not super wrinkled and dirty and sitting on the floor and you're just throwing them back on, putting together like a thoughtful loungewear outfit that matches, that feels good, that makes you feel somewhat sexy. All of that stuff is going to help you get into the energy of dating, being worthy of um, loving yourself and feeling love towards others so that the partner can pick up on those energetic signals and come in. Energy styling reconnects you to your personal style. What it is now, not what it was in the past, even though elements from the past usually come through, especially if you are able to tap into your inner child and bring in colors and patterns and prints from childhood that you loved or silhouettes or styles from childhood that you loved back into your current wardrobe, it's amazing how much that can help you get more in tune with what your personal style wants to be. So just some tips that I will offer on how you can start working with this in your own life. I mean, the first thing I would recommend is doing a little bit of the decluttering process and just looking around your home, what are the items that come to mind as you look around and as you open your closet and look at your closet? What are the items that your eyes just are drawn towards immediately? Where is your mind going immediately? Oftentimes it's the dark corners in our closets The stuff that is not at the front or top of the shelf, it's the stuff in the back. It's the messy junk drawers with all the cluttered paperwork. It's the different piles of stuff in the corner of your room that you keep telling yourself you're going to deal with and it just keeps piling up more and more. Those are great places to start. And just taking everything out, taking those corners, unpacking them, throwing everything in the middle of the room and going through everything, bringing your journal with you, bring the box of Kleenex if you need to, put the pile of clothes, the pile of belongings in the middle of the room, sit there with yourself, give yourself space and time to tap into the energy of these items. Ask yourself just out of curiosity, what is going on with these items? What is maybe happening below the surface that I'm not wanting to deal with. If it's paperwork, are am I scared uh, to pay bills or am I feeling anxious about how much money I have spent recently in all these receipts? Is there some kind of like energetic charge there? Just like asking yourself questions. Am I trying to hold on to something for some reason? And trying to find that compassion and that love piece that comes out of it. Or maybe what are the stories that you wished happened with these items that never happened? Give yourself time to sort these piles. There's going to be items that are really easy to get rid of and donate. Those aren't the items that I want you to focus a lot of your time on, though anything that you can get rid of, especially items that have no energetic charge, are great to clear out as well. Is there an item here that I need to take some energy out on, get angry with, get sad with, cry with, uh, shred, cut cords, cut, rip, whatever you need to do. Just be safe about it. Don't burn down your house if you're burning an item. And then the best part, which is bringing in the new. This is really the juicy manifestation part. This is the part where you can aligned to this new energy that you're wanting to tap into, really unlock blocks in your personal style, in your home, where you might not know what the new energy looks like yet or should feel like yet, but you know that you want to bring it in. And this is where working with me can be so helpful because we can 
look at your goals, what you're working on, where you're at in your life, what you're trying to call into your life, and we can match your wardrobe to that energy. And that's how my work as an intuitive stylist really comes in because I do have this gift for being able to tap into other people's energy and help them unearth some of those stuck pieces where they don't know what the personal style is and help them give them ideas of where to start looking. And that's where the astrology and the human design can be another helpful place to start, as well as just getting a Pinterest board going, getting some inspiration going, looking at different styles, trying to figure out what you might want to experiment with, play around with. I think it's just really fun to start really large. Think big, think all the different ways your style can go. Try not to limit yourself. And over time, as you begin playing with clothes, experimenting with styles, um, you can narrow in and have a better understanding of these are the colors that I love that work for me. These are the styles and the silhouettes that really work for me. These clothes make me feel really good. These clothes don't make me feel so good. You know, so much of it is a trial and error process. And, you know, notice the clothes that are boosting your mood. Usually for me, that is bright, bold colors, give me kind of an instant mood booster. And also, what are the clothes of the energy that you're trying to tap into for where you're trying to go in your life. So you'll find that all these little tips and tricks can really help you create an intentional wardrobe with the colors, the styles, and the pieces that really just light you up and represent this new fresh energy. So if you want to learn more about my energy styling work, please visit my website, epiphanywithtiffany.com. If you go to my work with me page, you can see a little bit about some of my current offerings. My energy restyling package is my signature styling package that was created and designed out of this process that I've been talking about today. That is a wrap on my deep dive into all things energy styling If this episode sparked anything for you and you would care to share, I would love to hear your own experience with this. Please feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Epiphany with Tiffany. And if you're enjoying these episodes, please share, rate, review the show. It helps my show grow. Subscribe to the show so you don't miss my weekly updates. And otherwise, I will catch you on the next episode. I hope you're having a beautiful week and day, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.